Got David Brotherspoon with me this evening on Shaky Sporting Journeys. David, thanks so much for coming along, mate. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. No, you're welcome. I um, I suppose we've known each other now for oh god, about ten years, mate. Since you were, or maybe longer actually, back in your in your Hibs days. Aye, could be, be eleven years probably. You know, well, um, back in your Hibs days, mate. We've obviously been a Hibs fan, just try to steal the, the occasional tic- uh, ticket so I get a free pie at half time. It was uh, always appreciated. <laughs> You're always welcome. Uh, just get anybody in. I know, just to get the fans in. So, <laughs> uh, if anyone doesn't know, I suppose this will probably go out to all the Saints fans and, and the Hibs fans. David's played over, what, 240 caps for St Johnston and 132 appearances for Hibs. So, um, a bit of a stalwart uh, in Scottish football now. Um, so, yeah, I just give it a good chance to, to, to hear David's story. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, uh, Dave. So, um, mate, where I wanted to start was... I suppose as any, you know, a lot of young people will follow you, mate, and 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 follow football across Scotland. You know, where where did it start for you? Um, obviously, being a sort of Perth lad and, and a Saints fan, where did it start? You know, where was your early sort of football memories? Early football memories before a professional when I was young. Um, I was at uh, I went to Celtic Celtic Youth Boys um, and came up through their academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through when I was about twelve years old. Um, and that was that was just a great experience because the coaches through there were brilliant and looked after you. Um, and that was my first sort of thought of when I was going to be a footballer. I was like, this this is my yeah. chance to try and do something when I was that young. Um, my my family obviously made a lot of sacrifices because they had to travel through to Glasgow every night, every well, I think it was three nights a week or four times a week, um, which was a lot to ask, but. Uh, they wanted they wanted uh, me to have success, so they, they pushed me as much as I could. Um, that came to an end t- towards when I was about sixteen. And, uh, I moved on to to Hibs, and is I felt you, like that, so you were young, you were sixteen. You went to Hibs. I was at that age. Yeah, yeah, I was I was that young, and um, I felt at that at that point in my point in my life, not career but life, um, that I had to move move to Hibs. I felt like there was more opportunities there for me. Um, and I would, I would maybe get more success um, going that path. Uh, I'd I reunited with uh, a coach that was at St Johnston when I was even younger. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at Hibs at the time, so he brought me through. And he he actually drove me from Perth to, to Edinburgh every two. Who was that? Th- Alistair Stevenson. He's yeah, he's yeah. still he's still at St Johnston now. And he brought me through to, to Edinburgh three times a week or something like that before I moved through. Um, yeah. So you you were at Celtic, mate, you're, you're, you're just a you're young lad, you're not even a teenager yet, so, you know, between 12 and 16, is there ever a point there where you think, oh, wow, I'm a, you know, I, I've got a chance of playing for, well, if not the biggest club in Scotland? Is that, that even going through your head at that time, or are you just playing, playing football? No, I mean, uh, obviously... You're playing at Celtic, and you're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm brilliant. I'm great." But okay. I've, I've been, I, I was brought up. I was brought up. I, f- I feel like I was brought up well by my parents uh, to keep myself grounded and keep myself down to earth. And you work as hard as you work, you'll get your rewards in the end. Um, and that's that's always been my 
my beliefs is uh, you put the effort in, you, you'll you'll get re- your reward. So yes. it was it was certainly something I went about high school because I was at Celtic. I, I, felt, I felt like I was I was the best player in the in the school and everything like that. But I didn't show it. I didn't yeah. show it. I just I just uh, carried on enjoying myself and. That you, you suppose you, you've got that mentality because you've always, you know, I've known you for a long time now. You, you never come across as an arrogant sort of guy, but I suppose you have to have a lot, of, quite a lot of self belief. Um, and even at such, such a young age, and I suppose you know, I can move into that a little bit further down the line. But when when you were that young at Celtic, was there any sort of standout lads then when you were playing at that, at that club? Or? Yeah, well, at the t- at the time it was you're young and you you don't really know as as much as you do now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, there was boys that, that were sh- sort of shining out uh, in front of folk, and um, you would think, "Oh, he's going to make it, or he's going to be a, a top player." But mm-hmm. that sometimes doesn't happen. And I've seen it. I've seen it plenty of times that that players that are touted for sh- like big futures, yeah. they they're just not going down the right path. Like the, maybe their their attitude, or um, just like being around certain people or the, the way yeah. they're brought up or just certain things that can always always affect your career. And, um, but I was fortunate enough to, to stick by what I believed in. I was surrounded by some great people and uh, a great family. Yeah. And I think, so going to Hibs at 16, I didn't, I didn't realise it was that, that young. So and, and, and you were in the sort of phase of going from what Hibs, so I take your under 21s and then, and it, was it Scotland under twenty ones as well during that phase, when it, or was it Scotland under nineteens? How did the sort of next sort of four years go for you? So, so at Hibs, uh, was, I was like I was only sixteen years old when I, I came, and I think it was under nineteens that I moved into, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was like a, a, I was still the youngest sort of player there to be to be involved in that, and I wasn't getting much game time because there was older boys that needed the game time, um, but I was I was getting pushed and. I was getting in the right direction. I was getting on the bench for the reserves when I was only like 16, 17. And the coach, the, the managers that were there, they, they always looked towards the youth as well. So it was it was great because they recognised you, they knew, knew your name and everything like that. So it was always positive. And um, I just really enjoyed my time there because everyone was so welcoming when I came. Um, and when I when I got into the reserves, like I was on the bench and stuff and the, the, the top players that were there that weren't maybe not playing for the first team were mm. always encouraging and always mm. welcoming as well, which was great. Who was it? So you, when you were started there, mate, who, did anyone take you under their wing? Was there, you know, I suppose, when did you get your first sniff of sort of SPL football? What, what age were you then? Uh, well, my, I made my debut when I was 19, but when I was, I think it was when I was about 17, um, John Collins was in charge at the time I'm sure Yeah. Um, I must have been 17, 18 I can't remember I must have been 17 and he had me training with the first team and stuff and I played reserve matches and that as well and I was I think I was close to sort of getting towards the first team um, from what I what I was reading what I was hearing uh, from coaches um, but Unfortunately, he he left sort of near that time that I was sort of pushing for the first team, and then when the new management came in, it sort of changed that a wee bit, and uh, I stayed with the the, the under 19s for another for another year or so, where where we went on to win the youth cup and 
the youth league. Uh, we done the double, and uh, we had a, a great squad. And there were seven of us from that squad that moved into the first team, which was, which was like brilliant for the club uh, and a recognition for the coaches that were involved. Well, Hibs, Hibs sort of went through a phase of under John Collins, I thought, playing a certain style of football, a certain you know level of fitness. What was it like? You know, because there's rumours about John Collins' training and people didn't like it when you were sort of there. Did you did you see? It? Did you hear it? What was the sort of the, the atmosphere like? Uh, I mean, because like, I wasn't I wasn't in the first team dressing room or anything. Like that. I was still with the nineteens dressing room and stuff. And um, when I was getting roped in, it was on certain days that I was getting roped in to train or whatever. And it felt it felt very like it was my first taste of first team football. Yeah, so it was yeah. it seemed very professional and what he was doing was it was hard work. Um and it was a graft and it was it was it was great to be involved in and, yeah. and some of the players that were still there, like I think I'm sure Scott Brown was still there at the time. Yeah. Um and he was I was training against him a couple of times and I was just like, This is crazy. I'm 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 up against him and yeah. um but it was great to be involved in and then you went and done stretching after training and the stretching was nothing I was used to before yeah and you're like you're like how are these boys doing it and you're you're sitting there trying to trying to do a certain position or yeah. I think it was it was it was nearly like yoga and I was like <laughs> falling all over the shop and they're they're they've been doing it for for years and who came in who came in after John Collins right so who gave you your start when you're 19 uh, well, it was John Hughes um, that gave him a start, but before hey, that it was it was Mixu Patalainen that came in after John Collins, right? Um, and he didn't really. I mean, I came in and trained with the first team a, a few times when he was there, but I, I never got the opportunity to to play for the first team. And we were having a good career, good uh, good season. Sorry, with the 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 under nineteens, we were doing so well in the league and the cup. So. Um, it sort of worked. Out. It, it was it was meant to be sort of thing where I stayed there and and we went on to win the the cup in the league. Um, and then it, he wasn't there for long, and that's when John Hughes came in just as I was going into the first team yeah. after that season. And uh, he he gave him my first start. It was a lucky. It was a lucky thing. Your career, John, was he? Was he? Did he? Did he help you? Yeah, massively. Yeah. Um, although obviously, I'd, he he gave him a first 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 team debut so I've got a massive um massive appreciation for him and, yeah. and what and what he was trying to do and uh he was always very he was always at the wind up he was always wanting the banter and uh, it was enjoyable it was enjoyable to be there and, and be part of it and uh, I was lucky to get my first team debut on the first day of the season uh, I'd played in I'd played in the friendlies and stuff like that we went yeah. a trip to Holland and uh, played over there and it was great uh, and then when it came to the first game of the season I was supposed to be on the bench uh, so I turned up on Saturday and I was like right I'm on the bench this is this is brilliant and then he pulled me into the office where like an hour and a half to go and he's like listen Samama's Samama's elf so you're going to have to you're going to have to you, you had Samama covered mate for pace that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> his trickery I was like oh, oh I'm a good substitute of that um, no but he uh, he uh, he was ill so I was, he was like right you're starting I was like right okay get myself psyched up yeah um, but no I was I was absolutely buzzing I couldn't buzzing for it. 
and oh, the adrenaline running through me that day was was crazy. And I, and I suppose you're, you know, it, it, you know, it's a big club in Scotland, isn't it? Hib? So it must be you know a massive achievement for yourself and your family. Delighted, and, and I suppose going back to, to Yogi quickly, is there any sort of stories that stand out? Any any banter that stands out? Any story you can remember? One that was there's fun. A, <laughs> there's a few stories. To be fair, there's a few stories. Um, he would always he would always come in and he'd be like, right. This is, this is like Butlins. This you've got it. You've got it easy, and then you turn to Chipper, and he'd be like, "Right, Chipper, what time was your mate up in the morning?" Be like, "Aye, he's up at five o'clock." Aye, what time did he go home? Aye, he went about seven o'clock at night. He done a full shift. You're in here. You're running about for an hour. And then you're going home. It's like Butlins. <laughs> you get the ice cream. Chipper's got the ice cream for after your training. You're just having a jolly up. Character. He was a grafter. He was. He was great. Hardest man in Leith, I heard. Oh, he, he, see, you didn't, you didn't want to get on the wrong side of him because you knew he was. He, he's an angry guy. Um, yeah. But at the same time, he was. He was soft. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was. He's a great character and a, a great guy. And I still, to this day, would. Um, I would still pick up the phone and speak to him if 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 I ever needed to, um, because that type of guy he would he would he would give you advice whenever you needed it. Yeah. I suppose, you know, I don't want to dwell too, too much on the, in the Hibs career, but you were there for, you know, you played 132 caps, mate. It was a long, a long uh, sort of, you know, time you had with Hibs. And is there any sort of moments you'd pick out and think, you know, obviously, you know, the, the absolute stunning goal against Hearts. Like, I was in the crowd that day, you know, to beat them in the derby. What, what an absolute, you know, inspirational goal that was. Uh, I think the deflection took it 30 yards into the top top corner. Um, <laughs> that's a memory that stands out for me. But is there any sort of fond memories of Hibs you've got yeah, I mean, I've had uh, there's loads. There's actually loads. That, that the four years I spent there was great, and I loved every minute of it. Um, maybe a couple of times towards the, the end of the, the time there that I was disappointed with, but um, most of the time it was, it was brilliant. A great club, great people around it, and um, the players changed a lot. I would say. Um, Compared to what I'm used to at St Johnston, they hardly change at all. Whereas at Hibs, it changed a lot uh, mm-hmm. year in year out. There was players coming out, players going in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, my first my first season there was my first game was probably the biggest yeah. highlight. If it wasn't for the the Hearts goal, um, yeah. it was massive. Uh, getting a start on the opening day of the league at Easter Road, yeah. um, and then scoring a goal. And get a man of the match was just to top it off, and uh, yeah. the kit man just came to me after the game. He was like, "Keep your shirt, and here's the here's the ball. You yeah. you get it get it signed yeah. and keep it." And I've still got it to this day up in uh, in my cupboard. Um, so you absolutely uh, brilliant. You mentioned something there, disappointment, and uh, I was there that day in in 2012 <laughs> for the cup final. Um, Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well. The, <laughs> when we got stuffed by hearts. Um, so you obviously part of the squad under Pat Fenlin um, and, you know, that year, you know, moved it right back. How did you cope with that, mate? Because, you know, mentally, you know, to be completely left out of such a big occasion, um, probably believing that you should be in the team, how do you get yourself back up again? How difficult was that? It was, uh, it was heartbreaking for me. Um, like throughout, Throughout the time at Hibs, I was playing week in, week out. If not, I was on the bench and coming on. Mm-hmm. And I was constantly in the squad throughout most of my career at Hibs. Um, 
And I remember we played Aberdeen in the semis and I was on the bench. I was gutted with that as well. Um, but I came on in the semis against Aberdeen and um, I felt like I actually done well when I came on. Um, I only played, must have been like 10, 10 15 minutes. <coughs> but, uh, aye, it was, uh, it was hard because we were we were in the final of the cup and it was against Hearts. It was like this is this is what Hibs fans want and what what I was what I'd been dreaming of playing at yeah. Hampden in the yeah. final of the cup. You want to win, you want to play, mm-hmm. and then to turn up and I think it was that morning he came into the room and he was like, "Listen, I'm going to leave you out and you're you're not on the bench." And <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I just I I felt like I'd been working so hard and playing so well, or even if I wasn't playing well, I was still I still felt like I was in for a chance for being on the bench or getting yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but to not be involved at all was just horrible, absolute horrible. And then to watch them play and lose the way they did, just I felt for them as well. I felt for the team. Um, and yeah, I was just I was phoning my family and. Mm loved ones and just saying listen I'm not even involved and the other, the other bad thing about that is it was my brother Stag doing the same day <laughs> so if I wasn't involved I could have been down there Aye. could have been in York at the races oh no <laughs> I, was, I was gutted yeah absolutely gutted um, but no obviously I was I was disappointed but um, yeah and I think you've got to be quite mentally strong to pick yourself up and move on for that. Because I take it was it straight after that you, you got the, the, the dream move to the, the boyhood club St Johnson. No, no, that the Hearts one I'm sure the Hearts one um was the first cup final we made with was Pat it? Finland. Aye. And then and then re, and then we, we got Celtic in the following year, the, the Cup that. final. Yeah. But after the Hearts game, that was us for the summer. So that was it. Like I left, and well, I was quite a big disappointment to deal with all the summer. Huh? Yeah. So on summer holidays and everything. So, but it got to like pre-season time again, and I was like, "Oh God, we've got to go back." And mm. I'm still still thinking about this final that we've just lost, yeah. uh, and I wasn't even involved. Um. So the manager phoned me, Pat Finlay phoned me, and he was like, "Listen, could you come in so I could speak to you?" And I was like, "Right, not a problem." I'll, I'll hear what he has to say and he came in and he was like listen I, I want to put it behind us um, I maybe made a mistake not not putting you in but uh, I want to move on and I was like yeah well I can't I can't hold grudges we've got to get on with this and uh, I want to I want to do the best I can for this club and yeah. um, we're into a new season we've got a fresh start so let's let's go I think um See what advice would you give? You know, no, you know, got the experience behind you now, um, and knowing what you do now, you know, now, you know, now, would you? How, how would you tell a young person to cope with that? Because that's a massive sort of rejection, isn't it? You know, would you just say you have to? You know, you get on with it. You got to be strong. You got to speak to people. How do how do you deal with that? Yeah, like you said, you've got to speak to people. Uh, you can't bottle in, and and but you've got to go the right way about it and speaking about it because you can't just go off mouthing and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff because that just gets you in more bother. Um, so it's just uh, speaking to your loved ones and people that yeah. you, you appreciate advice from and, and you've just got to speak to them and 
in there, I was lucky that they gave me the right advice and just said, listen, it's it's done now. You've got to move on. You've got to start again. And mm. you'll, you'll prove them wrong, basically. That was, yeah. that was, that was the word. Just go out and prove them wrong. And that's, that's what I had in my head the next season was I need to do better. I need to do better and, and get myself in that team without, and no one can question it. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, that didn't happen again the following season. But <laughs> you and so after that, mate, was there any interest? You know, from down south, was that something that you ever get a sniff of going to play in England? Was it something you wanted to do? <sighs> so, I so we had that we had that final year. Uh, it was that was my last year of my contract, um, and we got to the cup final again. And I was like, oh, brilliant! We got a chance. I got left at the semi final as well against Falkirk. We we won an extra time four three. Um, but I got left out again. I was, well, I was managed to see my brother. He was at the stadium and he was just over there. So I went and spoke to him, and he was just like raging, but same as me, obviously, just got gutted. But yeah. we got to the cup. We got to the cup final, and we had a game before the cup final against Dundee at home. And uh, I was like, right, this is my chance to put myself in the team. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, uh, I can't remember what the score was, but. Louis Stevenson picked up the ball on the left side and he floated across into the back post and I bullet a header right in the far corner and it, we won the game and I scored and I was like right I've got a great chance of being in the squad now surely I've got to be in the squad but at the same time I had in the back of my head I was like he's going to leave me out again that's unheard of isn't it David Wotherspoon scoring a header <laughs> <laughs> it was a bullet absolutely I remember bullet it. it was yeah. and if you if you see my celebration after it, you can see on my face that like shock. No, no, it wasn't. It was it was the thoughts that were going through my head was if I get left out out of this cup yeah, final, sure. that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Finish the hibs. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't handle this. And you can see it in my face. I'm like, I just scored a goal, and you'll remember me, sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that went through my head. It was like if he doesn't put me in the the squad. Then that's I can't I can't see my way back from this, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't he didn't put me in the squad again, and I was absolutely devastated again. And uh, two years in a row we got to the cup final, and I didn't get involved. Um, and then summer came again. I was like, I'm, my contract's up. They yeah. wanted me to they wanted to offer me another contract, but it was like they, they cut my wages and they, they weren't. It, it felt like I, they didn't want me to be there anymore. Yeah, okay. Um, but he pulled me in again, just like he did the last time. And he he spoke to me and said, "Listen, I think I made a mistake." I was like, "You've you've made a mistake twice. You like, how can you rectify that?" And I, I had it in my head. I was like, "I'm going to prove him wrong. I'm going to prove him wrong because mm-hmm. I've got to." And uh, they went away. So they went away that that preseason to. I think it was Spain, Malaga or something like that. And I was like, I haven't got a contract yet, so I'm going to stay behind. I'm not going to yeah. go over there when i am not got a contract or anything. I don't want to get injured and stuff like that. Um, and that's when St. Johnson came calling. But I got I got wind of uh, Sheffield United were, were maybe interested in me going down. Yeah. Um, so there were there options there. But then things didn't turn out and... Someone, I think it was David Weir got the job so my agent was like oh, you might have a chance of going down he's, he's interested but mm-hmm. he signed someone else and then 
that was me. I was I was back to square one. But yeah. that's that's when St Johnston came and and Tommy Wright had phoned me. You got you didn't get a chance to go down there, mate, and play. Yeah, right a, wee, a wee bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm thirty now, and obviously, you want to make most of your career. But um, I would have loved to tried it down there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was meant to be because <laughs> signed for my boyhood club. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to play there at some point in my career. Yeah. I wanted to go and play for St. Johnson. Um, I didn't, um, and it was meant to be because that year was probably one of the best seasons I've had in my career. Well, I was going to say, mate, and going into, going into sort of better times, you know, I know you, you look back in 241 caps and you're probably playing the best football you've probably ever played, I would say, in terms of your form at the moment. But what was it like to have two massive rejections in your life? Do you know what I mean? Two two cup finals have been dropped to go to play for Sir Johnson and, and, and winning the Scottish Cup in, in 2013-14 season. That must have been incredible. It was, it was amazing. It was actually... It couldn't have gone any better. It couldn't yeah. have gone any better. That season I played, there was, St. Johnson had 50 competitive games. I played in all 50 of them. Yeah. And it was just it was just what I wanted to do. It's like I wanted to play football. That's all I wanted to do was play football and enjoy myself. And that season I did. I um, can't remember. I, I got quite a few assists that season. I scored a few goals. Not as many as I'd hoped. Like, but... Um, no. <laughs> wasn't it? It wasn't it nine that season. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It. Um, but no, it was. It was such a great season, and just to go on, get get to the cup final, and I was like, right, surely I've got to be involved in this one. <laughs> uh, but no, I'd played most of the season, so I was I was confident I was going to be involved, and to get named in the starting eleven was even better. Um, and then to go on and win it was just for for my boyhood club, um, mm. for where I grew up. And the size of the club to go and do that sort of achievement, never won it before. It was just amazing, actually yeah. amazing. How many fans were there that day? Was it? Was it? Sure, fifteen. Fifteen from St. Johnson, fifteen thousand. Yeah. The only, the only, the only little disappointing thing about it was it wasn't a Hamden. Yeah. Um, I always said that it was. Uh, you you want to play the Hamden, you want to play the, the national stadium, and, yeah. and lift the trophy, but. Don't take anything away from St yeah. Johnston winning the Scottish Cup. I mean, yeah. St Johnston fans will never stop talking about it because it's one of the best achievements the club's had. Yeah, no, I was. I remember. I can remember seeing your face and to go through the those hard times, and it must have been quite sweet just to do it so quick after leaving it him. Was, it was. It was. Um, it was. It was a massive achievement for the club and for myself personally after. <clears throat> After the years that I'd been through, um, I felt like it was just meant to be, and it was great. Um, I just remember after the whistle going, I just broke down. I'm sure, I broke down in tears, and I couldn't, I couldn't help it. It yeah. was just, it was, it was massive, and it's, it's always going to be massive in my career and and my whole life, basically. I think because that's what you want to do. Well, exactly. I, mean, I think a lot, every, every sports person or sports lady play they play to, to win something, don't you? To achieve something and uh, to win something as big as that with the history behind it is a great achievement for such a small club as well. Yeah, you could see you could see what it meant to the fans after the game and and during the game, even even leading up to the game, you could see what it meant to them. Like they were just they were just absolutely buzzing about the whole thing. Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't get carried away. Everyone everyone thought Dundee United would be the, the winning team and we were the underdogs going into it so um, 
it just made it even sweeter uh, to go and lift the cup uh, on that day and uh, to have family around me and yeah. I, Mia was my oldest daughter she was just born at that time mm-hmm. um, and I was able to get her and Sophie onto the park and uh, I got interviewed I'm sure I got interviewed by Sky Sports after the game mm-hmm. with Mia in my arms um, and it's just something I'll always look back on and, and right. always be proud of and how was Tommy, Tommy Wright was your manager there and met him most of the manager at St Johnson was, was he good for your career as well did you enjoy playing under him yeah he was great he was, he was always honest with me uh, it's what I really really liked about him yeah he was really honest with me he, he told me when I was playing and when I was not playing, like if I was, if he was wanting to rest me or he was going with another option, he would always tell me to let me know. Um, and that was, you'd, you'd rather rather know what's happening than, than be in the dark. And I yeah. appreciated that all the time. Um, and he believed in my ability and he, he played me through throughout his, his time that he was there. And uh, he always, always wanted to sign, re-sign me. Uh, when my contract was coming to an end, he was always being there early, trying to trying to get me sign up again. In terms of St Johnston, mate, and, and the teams you've played in, you two hundred and forty caps for St Johnston. How? What's the best team you played in? What season has it been? Is it is it the current group of lads, or is it with the lads that won the Scottish Cup? Or so obviously this year you've got you're ten, you're not ten eleven games unbeaten at the moment this year. I think is that right? Yeah, this year, yes, year we're going on a good run at the moment. Um, obviously, we prefer to to have won a bit more games than we have, but. We're going on a good run at the moment, but um, it's hard to, to, to pick sort of one squad. Um, yeah. But because we've just got a new manager and it's a, it's a completely different style of football, and okay. it's one that I'm that I'm really enjoying. I think everyone's really enjoying fans, players, staff, everyone involved. Mm-hmm. I think are really enjoying the football that we're playing at the moment, and it, it's it's difficult to pick pick one squad. But the the sort of team we've got today. Um, the sort of togetherness that we've got and the the, the sort of dressing rooms is brilliant at the moment. Um, but looking but looking back on the squads we've had with the players we've had, it was con- like it was throughout the whole team there was constant players throughout mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There was never that never that year where it all changed. It all all it was always different. Apart from this year, where we brought in a few players and a few folk have left. Um, so maybe that that first season was probably, I mean, the cup went inside. I mean, you can't get any better. Yeah, of um, course. But at the moment, we've, we've, uh, the squad that we've got is, is brilliant and it's young, it's it's youthful and yeah. it's it's promising at the same time. And you, you've obviously now you've transformed now as a player. You're, you're like you mentioned, just thirty, right? So you've got young lads coming through. Have you seen your role as a as a as a mentor? And you know, do you help? What's it like for you now? Yeah, I'm obviously getting on now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've been in the game several years now, so it's my roles changed, my responsibilities have changed, and I, I look, I think back to when I was young and mm-hmm. how players helped me or didn't help me, and I'll look to do that for young players that are coming through and mm-hmm. just talking to them, just talking to them like about anything. Yeah, just just having a word with them would would just be like, oh, he's, he's speaking to me. That's what, how I used to feel. It's like, oh, the first team player speaking to me. That's, yeah. that's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. he wants to sp- he wants to speak to me. He wants to know what I'm doing or what, what I've been up to, and, yeah. or how I think. Talking about football or just mm-hmm. any little given thing. Just, I think that that's appreciated a lot by y- youngsters, and uh, that's what I'll look to do. And I'm 
trying to do my coaching badges now, so I'll, I'll definitely, uh, it's definitely something that I'll look to in the future. Good. I was going to say, you're flying this year, actually, six goals already. Um, you know, the career high for you is nine. I take it you're going to achieve that quite comfortably this year. You're looking for 10 <laughs> to 15? Ah, Denny jinx it. Denny jinx it. Honestly, I've been looking for that 10 for my whole career. <laughs> Just the double figures would be nice. Have you, are, you, are you still taking free kicks or not? Have you got, been binned off that these days? Well, well, aye, I've been binned off free kicks because I'm terrible at them. But no, uh, Craig Conway's coming, uh, and he can he can deliver a ball, and the free kicks are class. Like mm. the one against the one against Hamilton recently. Yeah. He battered that right in the top corner and it just shows his ability from dead balls. So that's you uh, goosed on that front. I'm I'm goosed on the set pieces. I even got shoved off a penalty the other week as well when I was on my hat trick. Um so that was gutting. Uh whose decision was that? Well, I wanted to take it, but my teammate is a striker and he's he hadn't scored this season and I felt oh, yeah. like he wanted a goal. He was desperate for it. So take I was like let him take it. Let him who's score. The, who's the best player that's been in St. Johnson's shirt since you've been there? Technically. Technically? Or just the best? All round, all round best player. All round best player that's been in St. Johnston's shirt. Oh, Dave Mackay was probably the best player. Aye. Dave Mackay is consistent. Yeah. So consistent. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, and a, a great leader of the team as well. Uh, yeah. He was just, he was just passionate about it, and he wanted to, he wanted to win every game, and he could hit a dead ball as well. He was mm-hmm. brilliant at free kicks, mm-hmm. um, but no, he was, uh, he was so consistent, and he was brilliant. And when I played on the right with him, he was, he was great to play with as well because he knew where he was going to be or what he was going to do. So mm-hmm. um, he's certainly probably the best player I've played with since Johnston shot. And before I go to my, my quick fire questions, where what's the how do you see the next ten years for David Rutherford? What do you want to do after football or, or following the next couple of seasons? Well, I feel like I've got a lot of legs left in me. Yeah. Uh, Some would say uh, different, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the quickest, but I'll run all day. Well, me and Craig always, you know, there's a little bit of pace lacking there. You've always had technical ability, but just next extra yard, mate. You've been playing for my United. <laughs> wouldn't go that far but aye if I had a bit of pace I would be uh, with my trickery I would cause a f- few defences some problems yeah um, but no uh, obviously playing I'm playing as much as I can till I can till I can't move my legs anymore yeah. uh, so I love I love playing football and it's it's what I've done throughout my whole life basically yeah uh, I absolutely love it and but as I said I'm trying to do my coaching badges now so I want to pass that on to the young boys that are coming through and 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 I feel like I'm in a, a great position as well because I've got staff and team around me that can help me develop my skills as a coach um, and it's something that's actually like when you get into it it's completely different from being a footballer and you're just you're just actually blown away of how many things they've got to do and what mm. they've got to remember and it's so different to, to being a player um, and it's something I want to to get involved in over the next few years. Good. Good, mate. I'll go to my uh, quick-fire questions, right? So I just want pure honesty here. Um, Nice and sharp. So, best player you've ever played with? Played with? Oh, uh, 
Alfonso Davies. Who's he? Oh, that, is that the guy who put a plan? <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Is that the lad who plays for Canada, is it? It is, aye. Is he good, aye? Nah, he's not bad. He's not bad. Did he play the Champions League final? I'm sure he did. I'm sure. Did he all win it? I think he might have, aye. Fair enough. Yeah. Aye, that's a good shout. I was hoping for, like, I was hoping, like, Murrowin's or Zamama or, you know what I mean, like, uh, Stuart Craig or something, eh? Some of them, but some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Big soul bamba. Big soul, what a player. Jesus. What a player. What a player. What a player. player. He's still playing these days, isn't he? He's a championship player, is he? Uh, I think he's been injured, but I'm not sure. What a man, perhaps he was. Right, um, best player you've ever played against? Oh, played against? Uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Oofed. When was that? Yeah, that was when I was playing the Scotland 21s. Um, right. uh, we played Iceland playoffs it was in the yep. playoffs to qualify for the competition and uh, Iceland played we played over there lost 2-1 came over here and lost 2-1 uh, at Easter Road and Sigurdsson scored two absolute worldies in that game at Easter Road um, and he'll never be forgotten he was playing the number 10 and he was just Dominated. incredible absolutely incredible young ta- talent always shines out from a young age isn't it um, yeah. yeah best atmosphere go on Going back to your last question, though, I remember playing against Kevin De Bruyne once. Uh-huh. Aye, he was uh, he was only seventeen. He was only seventeen at the time, and he was a joke, absolute joke. Couldn't get near him. I Sorry. Guess, guess who would get near him? Russell Latapy. What a player he was! I tell you, that's my favourite of all time for the Hibs. Aye, John Hughes would just wipe him out. Yogi, it was actually. Um, <laughs> I know you'd rather be interviewed by Sai Ferry than me, but you you've got to you deal with that. But um, I'm pretty sure Yogi talked stories about Latape smoking the tabs and that, and, and loved it. So uh, I've heard I heard a couple of those before. I not sure how, how they went down, but aye, he certainly said he was a very relaxed type of guy. <laughs> what uh, best, best atmosphere, mate? Where was the best atmosphere you played? Celtic Park, is it or best atmosphere I've played? Yeah, Celtic Park, but. In the cup final, was it? Yeah, yeah. St John's, uh, the Scottish Cup final. We we won. Uh, that atmosphere was incredible that day, and um, you could hear it. And it was it was such a, a a great thing to be a part of. And yeah, just an incredible yeah. atmosphere. Class. Um, worst player you played with? <laughs> worst player I played with. Ooh. Uh, and this could be for, um, you know, technical ability, their finishing, their passing, or I just, just, just the footballing ability. Oh, that's that's, that's a terrible question. A right. terrible question. I'll, um, I'll, uh, we'll we'll leave that one, mate. Since you don't want to be too controversial, who's got the worst banter? Worst banter, apart from myself. Uh, <laughs> In this Saints dressing room, aye. Liam Craig. Is he bad? Is his, he? His banner's terrible. Aye. That's what Churn said. He's a borderline like myself, and he wonders. His, his, his favorite. His favorite one is. Uh, oh, what's his favorite one again? If I if I want to, uh, oh, I can't remember it now. It must be that bad. You can't it's remember. It's that it. bad. Aye. Aye. Um, if I want, if I want to listen to an arsehole, I would have farted. 
Oh God, brilliant. Who's the best manager? Best manager, what to play with? No, he played under. Played under. Uh, oh, there's not been that many, um, but I'm really enjoying my time at the moment uh, yeah. with the new gaffer. Uh, he's been brilliant with me, and I worked obviously with him as assistant manager. Um, but going on long term, I would I would obviously go with Tommy Wright because yeah. he, he done he done so much for my career um, in the time that he was there. We didn't let you off to go on your mate's wedding and stuff like that, though. You'd be too scared to ask him these sort of questions, weren't you? Oh, aye. Oh, aye. Um, I was going to say, favourite golf club in the golf bag, but to be honest, you're usually carrying me at golf, so you've always got this pull back. <laughs> aye, I've got to take a couple of extra balls just to help you. Usually. <laughs> uh, favourite club in the bag. Oh, got to be my... Got to be my seven iron. Aye. Always, aye. always par threes and aye, got to be my seven iron. You do, you do, you do take that sort of sportsman mentality in the golf course. I do like it. Um, I've not oh, seen you carry too many. I think I'm very, very competitive. Very good team. You usually carry me, I swear, and you just keep a cool head. So it's. Uh, aye, you turn up in a hole in every now and then. You like to, like to finish well as well. All the gear, no idea, after, mate. After we won the game, you start to play. <laughs> exactly. Um, pressure's <laughs> off. Well, listen, mate. Um, I just like to say thanks very much for that. It was a, it was a good insight into, into your career and, and the, um, the, the sort of the, the low times, but then in the high times as well. So I uh, appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you asking me the questions, and uh, I hope it's useful for for other people watching. And um, yeah, just really enjoyed my career, and hope it continues. Good man. Cheers, mate. I'll